Hello and welcome to Crystal Podcast on iCode Media. Today in bonus episode number 41, I wanted to talk a little bit about viral conjunctivitis. And the reason it came up was, you know, I had a I had a patient this last weekend that called me, I think it was Sunday or Monday, so Memorial Day. Uh, and he was describing to me what was likely allergy, maybe a little bit of a viral component. But essentially he had a red eye, he woke up, he was working in the yard the night before. He uh, had didn't remember getting anything into his eye, but he had a little bit of redness, some itching in one eye. And he woke up the next morning with some discharge. It was white discharge. It wasn't goopy, it wasn't purulent. His vision was acceptable. It hadn't been impacted at all. It wasn't light sensitive. He's not a contact lens wearer. He's a 42 year old Caucasian male. And um, so what was interesting about the case to me was, you know, my treatment of him was uh, that we would start some preservative free artificial tears. I started him on a topical anti-allergy drop. So a mast cell stabilizer and a histamine combination uh, once a day with some cool compresses. And I followed up with him the next day and he was he was doing much better. But while he was waiting for my callback, so it was about a three minute delay. So either he called his primary care doctor first or called me first. I can't really recall or I don't re remember asking him that duration. But after I gave him that answer, I texted him what we were going to do after I discussed it with him. I texted him the, the treatment plan. And then about five minutes later, his primary care doctor had called back. And so I get another call from him saying they wanted to prescribe polytrim. Um, and so, so I told him, no, you don't really, I didn't think he needed it. It's, it was unlikely bacterial. In fact, I made that comment to him before that he doesn't really need an antibiotic in the first place. And his point to me was, okay, he'll, he'll go with my, my recommendation. And sure enough, the next day he was, he was doing much better. The, the bottom line here is there's this gut reaction to cover patients for antibiotics or with antibiotics with topical uh, when, when it comes to eye conditions. It's the gut reaction of most primary care practitioners. I also see, however, I also see a lot of, of optometrists kind of reverting to this as well. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, viral conjunctivitis today. It was an interesting you know case because there is this sort of visceral reaction on primary care to do the same thing. And then I also wanted to highlight um, some continuing education that we have on iCode education from Dr. Spencer Johnson through Nor Northeastern State University, Oklahoma College of Optometry. He has a whole entire course called You Were Expecting Viral Conjunctivitis. And I'm gonna play you a little bit here of that course and, and check it out. We'll provide a link to the course in today's show notes. It goes way more in depth on viral conjunctivitis. But just to, to give you a, a sense of what you'll be expecting with different types of acute conjunctivitis is commonly called pink eye. So please enjoy this sample. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, write a review, share it with your friends, and support those who support us. So in a recent study in eight private ophthalmology practices and academic centers around the country, they enrolled 128 patients who uh, had signs and symptoms of viral conjunctivitis. And so these are some of the best anterior segment doctors in the country. And, and to the, the best of their knowledge, based on how the patients presented, they felt like they had viral conjunctivitis. Uh, they collected tear samples uh, and analyzed those. 
And the question I have for you is what percent of the patients did the doctors accurately diagnose with adenoviral conjunctivitis? Was it 90%? Was it 80%? Was it 50%? What percent of those patients did it? Did they get it right? Based on how the patients presented, did they get the diagnosis of viral conjunctivitis right? Well, surprisingly, at least to me, the answer was 28%. So only a quarter of the time when the patients presented, did they actually get it right as confirmed by laboratory analysis. And so uh, if this makes you scratch your head a little bit, it did me. Um, and I thought I was really good at diagnosing bacterial versus viral conjunctivitis. And if I, I would ask me that eight years ago, I would have said, yeah, this is pretty easy. But as I started doing research in it and looking at the literature, um, I found that hmm, maybe we're not so good at diagnosing. But when it is a dental virus, it can present in different ways. Uh, the most common is probably acute nonspecific follicular conjunctivitis. Uh, symptoms are usually mild. And this is probably what most of us think of when we think of the classic viral conjunctivitis. Um, there's pharyngeal conjunctival fever, and that's usually in kids, sore throat, fever with pink eye. And then there's EKC, which is the most severe, and it's thought to be caused by the adenovirus serotypes 8, 19, and 37. And then finally, chronic keratoconjunctivitis, which also is rare where you get kind of a chronic or relapsing uh, follicular or papillary conjunctivitis, and it can go on for, for years. So these are the ways that uh, a dental viral can present in eye disease.